From the capital city, I'm Kevin Allen. Cricket Master Carver Wayne Price unveiled his healing totem Saturday afternoon at Twin Lakes, named Kasai Satu. Kasai means higher voice in Klinket. Kasai Satu is to remember missing and murdered indigenous women and all survivors of sexual and domestic violence, a project in coalition with the Wishkitan, Kline di Akwan, Aware, Klinket, and Haida, and the city and borough of Juneau. Price talked about the different elements of his carving. The circle is broken. Hopefully someday we can close that circle. Tear the tears of domestic violence and sexual abuse. This is a box of tears from everybody. Going farther up, you have the mom, the eagle feather that she's holding. That's our voice. So many times and so many places, you don't have your voice. Now you have your voice. And on the very top is the dog for peace. Brings peace to all of us. Price explained his carving dance that was performed at the end of the unveiling. We're going to end this with a carver's dance. The carver's dance is uh, the artist of this project. I hold title to this artwork till I do this dance. I do this dance, then I release it to the world, and after that, it all belongs to you. A healing reception was also held Saturday evening at the Elizabeth Pradovich Hall. President and CEO of Travel Juno, Liz Perry, shared information on Friends of the Flag Sunday morning. The state flags were removed from downtown Sunday morning. She said how long Friends of the Flags has been going. Roughly 20 to 25 years. We started Friends of the Flags. A local started it, put a group of people together, and this is all done volunteer. All the flags are paid for, uh, donations. That pays for the hardware, the new flags, and we have to replace the flags every year because with the weather, they get torn up. She said this Friday there will be a live auction. Every year the flags are put up for donation or auction. The Alaska state flag this year we put up for silent auction. And you can make a donation for any state flag at the Triangle Bars Friday. And that will run a few days to give everybody a chance to get in there. Folks can also write a check to Friends of the Flags and mail that to Travel Juno at 800 Glacier Avenue, Suite 201 here in Juno, 99801. Travel Juno's Liz Perry. Forbidden Peak Brewery's marketing and sales manager, Michaela Chappell, talked about Juno's third Oktoberfest that started Friday. Oktoberfest is a annual celebration that we have here in Ock Bay, Alaska. We try to feature a lot of German-inspired beers and food with red spruce. So it's a really fun time of year for us because we get to have kind of a little bit more creative freedom with the beers that we serve. Try to do them more traditionally, but have like an Ock Bay flair on them. She spoke about another part of Oktoberfest coming in a couple weeks. So it started September 30th, and it goes until Sunday, October 16th. And October 15th and 16th, Saturday and Sunday, we'll have a artist market. So we're inviting uh, nine different artists per day from 11 to 4 to come in and sell their handmade goods. So there's anything from, like, printed goods to jewelry to house decor. Forbidden Peak Breweries, Michaela Chapel. Weather service forecaster Rick Fritch provided an update on September temperatures, rainfall, and trends. He started off with September's temperatures overall. 
uh, we did uh, wind up with an average temperature, an average of the days and the nights, of nearly two degrees above normal, which in the world of climate is kind of a big deal. And for the daytime highs, we were averaging about 1.4 degrees above normal, and for the overnight lows, about 1.7 degrees above normal. So that worked out to be uh, 1.9 for the uh, daily departures from normal. He said Juno set one record temperature-wise on the 26th with a daytime high record of 60 degrees and one daily rainfall record on the 30th of 1.81 inches, breaking the 1981 record of 0.94. Fritch continued on to rainfall overall for the month. In terms of rain, and that's really the big story, our monthly accumulation at the airport was over 11 and a half inches. As a matter of fact, 11 and two-thirds inches of rain for the month of September. Normally, 9.15. And I should probably also state that uh, September and October are our wettest months of the year. So the fact that we had a significantly wetter than normal September, our wettest month of the year, one of the two, uh, is a big deal. Fritch said we are on track for the wettest year on record, with the early months January, February, and March being a key part of that. Voting in the 2022 Juneau City election ends tomorrow. Juneau voters will be asked four ballot questions this year. Proposition 1 asks voters whether to approve a bond package for a new city hall at 450 Whittier Street. Assemblymember Wade Bryson spoke to that on Action Line. The bond package is for $35 million. Uh, we've already taken $6.3 million and allocated that as a down payment. Um, so we're doing this res- as responsibly as a homeowner trying to purchase their their first home. I mean, we've just added two zeros to it, essentially. Um, we have a down payment. We have a real need. We're going to bring the satellite offices under one roof, so we'll have not only the efficiencies, but I was thinking of the benefits. So when a citizen needs to deal with City Hall, right now, if you have a complicated issue, you might have to go to four buildings. That's absurd. Um, We do this correctly at 450 Whittier. Proposition 2 asks whether to bond $6.6 million to fund maintenance and improvements to Juno's trails and parks. Here's Juno Park Foundation board member John Pugh speaking in favor. I was on Juno Economic Development Council, and one of the really big things about uh, attracting people to in a community is to have a good quality outdoor recreation, you know, and uh, parks. And I think this is something that's important for the community. So I hope they think about that, that this is about quality of life and about attracting people here and keeping people, retaining people here uh, in our employment system. We're having trouble getting people to, you know, employed here in Juneau right now. And, and it's really important to have a quality community. Proposition 3 is the 1% sales tax extension question. Assemblymember Greg Smith said the funding is used for citywide maintenance. That money goes to mostly capital projects, and a lot of it's deferred maintenance for city facilities, school district facilities, improvements at docks and harbors, um, maintenance at parks and rec, um, and then even some programs like child care uh, and some infrastructure for our police and fire. Super critical to extend that. There may be things in there that a person may not like. That's fair. I think we need to all be looking at the big picture and realizing that's a really important funding stream for our infrastructure. 
Proposition 4 is asking Juneau voters on whether to repeal the city's mandatory disclosure ordinance. A yes vote would repeal the disclosures. A no vote would keep them in place. Members of the group Protect Juno Homeowners Privacy spoke on Action Line about the ballot question. Southeast Board of Realty President Tanya Mosier advocated for a yes vote. I think if you vote yes on Proposition 4, I, I fully expect this to continue as a discussion point. But I think the deeper issue is if you believe that we need to overhaul how we look at housing, great, let's do that. But let's call in the people that deal with housing on a day-to-day basis. You know, I One of the biggest issues that I have with um, the vote no is it's, it's sort of pointing back at realtors and saying, you know, oh, these realtors are trying to keep this information just to themselves. That's not the case at all. Chair of No on 4, Jay Nelson, says voting no is about transparency. If someone is interested in buying or selling a home, the only source of information about prices is going to come through the realtors. And if if anybody wants to sell their home or buy a home by themselves without a realtor, uh, it's very difficult to do because you'll have no information about home sales. So I would say if people are interested in having more information and more transparency in how in the purchase and uh, sale of homes in Juneau, they should consider voting no on Prop 4. If you have not yet returned your ballot, the city said you still have time to cast your vote by election day tomorrow. Place it in one of the two drop boxes located at Douglas Library or the Ock Bay Statter Harbor parking lot by 8 p.m. on the 4th. Place a stamp on it and mail it by election day. Or drop it off at either City Hall Assembly Chambers or the Mendenhall Valley Public Library. Those advocating for and against holding a constitutional convention in Alaska spoke to their thoughts on holding such a convention during a live stream debate in Anchorage last week. The debate was organized by Alaska Public Media and the UAA Seawolf Debate Program and co-sponsored by the Anchorage Daily News, Commonwealth North, and the Alaska Beacon. Bob Byrd, chairman of the Alaskan Independence Party, says the permanent fund dividend is what is driving a yes vote. It would be silly to have a constitution that calls for a vote every 10 years, and it is simply yawned away, in my experience, uh, 45 years worth. But all of a sudden, people are very interested. And now, oh no, we can't take any trust in the people. This is uh, the problem that we've got with the greatest crisis we've ever seen politically. Our lawmakers in the legislature, the law enforcers in the executive, and the law interpreters in the judiciary expect all of us to obey obey laws, but they themselves have been law-breaking in both statutory and constitutional ways. The legislature has violated the statute that requires them to pay a full permanent fund dividend check. That is the engine that's pulling this con-con train. Joel Hall President of Alaska AFL-CIO, rose concern with right to privacy as it pertains to choice. Alaska's constitution has served us well for over 60 years. Our state's founders included a separate, well-devised, and transparent amendment process to make targeted changes to our constitution. That process has worked well for us on 42 separate occasions. Notably, Alaska has the strongest right to privacy of any constitution in this country. This mirrors Alaska's independent and libertarian nature. I, for one, am deeply concerned about the nationwide attacks on the right to privacy, particularly targeting the right of women to make their own reproductive choices. 
Right now, our Alaska Constitution is the only guarantor of that fundamental right. Opening our Constitution could result in the forces of both sides of that argument flooding into Alaska to use us as a proxy for this national fight. Audio credit to Alaska Public Media. AARP released gubernatorial candidate statements to see where candidates stand on key issues for 50-plus voters. They were asked, as governor, what specific steps would you take to encourage construction or renovation to increase affordable and accessible housing options for seniors? Former Governor Bill Walker suggested a statewide land trust. Affordable housing options for seniors is, is absolutely critical. I'm, I'm a journeyman carpenter by, by background. I grew up uh, building houses with my father uh, in Valdez, and so I'm familiar with, uh, obviously familiar with construction. Um, it's a bit of my passion. You know, there's things that we can do through a statewide land trust uh, that can bring down the cost of, of housing. Uh, Alaska is one of three states in the nation without a statewide land trust. I recently was in Sitka and saw what they did with the Sitka Land Trust, and my goodness, they have really brought down the cost of housing as a result of that. So we need to be creative, innovative, and, and acknowledge the priority of, of affordable housing for seniors, and we have all the tools in the toolbox to be able to do that. Governor Mike Dunleavy spoke to development incentives. I think the housing options for our seniors is something that the state can absolutely work on. When I was a superintendent of schools, we worked on a teacher housing pro program uh, in partnership with private industry. Alaska has plenty of land and we can de-risk the cost of senior housing by partnering with contractors to provide senior housing by discounting that land in the cost for the housing. Uh, we also need to look at congregate housing settings where seniors can access care such as medical care, uh, prescription drugs, uh, be able to shop close, uh, close to their homes for uh, food and other services and goods and items. And so we can here in Alaska put to use our land that we have as well as work with AHFC, our Alaska Housing Finance Corporation, to lower some interest rates for certain programs directed at seniors. So here in Alaska we do have the tools to address the issue of housing and affordable housing. This is something that we've worked on in the past four years and something we'll continue to work on going into the future. Former lawmaker Les Gara highlighted the lack of affordable housing. You know, the unspoken problem in the state, um, and you know, this governor hasn't addressed it, um, uh, many people haven't addressed it, is there's a housing shortage in the state, an affordable housing shortage, both for seniors um, and for non-seniors. The state needs to take a role. We have the Alaska Housing Finance Corporation. The Alaska Housing Finance Corporation should partner to make sure we're able to build more affordable senior housing so seniors can live with dignity in the state. You know, you, our, our seniors have contributed to the state for decades and decades and decades. The state should not turn its back on people who have contributed to the state so strongly. So I will make sure that we start moving ahead on, on this housing problem that this governor and most other people have ignored for the last four and eight years. Audio responses courtesy of AARP. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. For News of the North, this is Kevin Allen.